Hey, you are listening to another episode of Metric, a user experience podcast. I'm Michael Schofield. This week, Amanda gives you a peek into the work of the Leader Persona Task Force, who are charged with defining and developing personas that are to be used in growing membership in the Library and Information Technology Association. We, LibUX, are producing our first ever free webinar this Thursday, February 16th at 1pm with Metric alum Tim Broadwater, a UI designer and certified UX developer that has worked for Fortune 500 companies, grant-based education initiatives, and higher ed. It's called UX Quackery, which will focus on the prevailing dishonest practices that exist in the field of UX and what we can do to weed out the quacks. Totally free, and I think it will be really special. Check it out at events. Alrighty, here we go. Hi, this is Amanda with LibUX. This week I'm here to talk about the Lita Persona Task Force and the free tools that we use to get our work done. So the Lita Persona Task Force ran from midwinter of 2016 to midwinter 2017, and there were 10 members with two of them serving as co-chairs. The rest were broken down as five academic librarians, three public, one corporate, and one special librarian. This made scheduling for all of us to be kind of hectic, and we were trying to collaborate across the entire year with some touch points set throughout, such as for the annual meeting where they did some in-person interviews. The LIDA Persona Task Force was charged with defining and developing personas for LIDA. We did that through doing lots of research and then doing our interviews and surveys to pinpoint people and reading from the background source on this the purpose of this task force is to learn more and gather information about those who are a natural fit for LIDA whether they are currently a LIDA member or not through these personas these personas will be used for LIDA to create refine and communicate tangible benefits and actionable strategies that directly address these issues needs and expectation in the LIDA membership Basically, the task force was to try to figure out how we can appeal and find more LIDA members to join up. So with those 10 task members who are all over the country and we were having to figure out how to schedule ourselves, as well as you may notice, academic librarians work on a very different schedule compared to public librarians. We're not off in December. (laughs) So it was a little bit challenging to keep up with each other, but we managed to work through some workflows using free tools to enable us to coordinate all our efforts. Communication was done via listserv emails, and then we met by various online hangout software, like Google and this new one called Zoom. This was a little tricky for me, because at times I was using the Digital Media Lab at my library, which has glass doors, so patrons could see me sitting in there, and they obviously knew who I was, since I sit on desk several hours each week, so sometimes they'd be like, staring at me through the door or tapping on the glass trying to get my attention. That was a little interesting. We then used Google Drive as our home base to be able to collaborate as we gathered all of our resources. And at the end of the project, it had folders for the project plan, data, research, minutes, data analysis, interviews, survey, and of course the personas itself and the final report, which was given to the board at midwinter 2017. 
There were also some Word documents and for whenever we had like more complex formatting issues that we needed to address. And we also had some PDFs from previous research that was done and we gathered and examples personas from other companies that we wanted to take a look at as inspiration. The survey itself we did through SurveyMonkey and it was comprised of 23 to 29 questions depending on whether you are a LIDA member or not. And the survey actually ran for a month and we sent it out through various listservs and I also put it through the LibUX's Slack channel, for instance. And then one of the members was very handy with figuring out how to create, like, kind of a dashboard for us inside of Google Sheets and using Google Docs. So this is one of my favorite things about this project. It was a very simple Google Sheet, but she linked it out to various other documents in order to keep track of things because, of course, we had uh, example personas for members versus non-members that we were interested in looking at kind of had the appearance of a more complex dashboard, actually, but it was really just a table with links to these other items. Now, within the Google Sheets, we actually had multi-worksheets, which were created with the links in between. And my favorite little tip I got out of this is if you right-click on a cell in Google Sheets, you then have the option to get a link to that particular cell, which, of course, you can then paste into another worksheet and link back and forth. And then our actual personas were made over in Google Slides. So a Google Slide template was made, which broke the persona out into 10 areas. Each had a standard header, which gave a, each character a name, the persona type, and then of course the Lita logo for branding purposes. And I discovered during this that actually being able to crop images in Google Slides was very easy. I did not have to go out to paint or anything to do a quick crop job on the images I found. Another little thing that I found to be very useful is that when you're looking at the persona, it kind of had the appearance of some more infographic design. So there was a gray bar with a blue rectangle on top of it, and it was indicating how far someone was on this range. But when I actually clicked on it, it was just actually two different rectangles. But if you look at it, it looks very complex and like, oh, someone must have made this in a more complicated generator. That was the Lita Persona Task Force and some free tools that used. I think that the task force is later going to be talking about this more broadly and like what information we found out of this and exactly how many personas we developed and how they're going to be in use. But I will leave that to the two co-chairs to discuss along with the Lita board. But if you have any questions about how we use these free tools or anything, hit me up. Otherwise, I will talk to you next time. Hey, it's me again. Thank you so much for listening. If you can and you want to support Metric, our free webinars, or our writers and speakers, become a subscriber on Patreon. Your support goes a long way. It starts at a buck, and there are a ton of perks, like early access to the podcast, exclusive articles like 20 extra a month, our new pilot projects like W3 Radio, and more. So uh, if you're interested, check it out at patreon.com slash libux. Another way you can support and win something free is to rate us honestly in your podcatcher of choice, like in iTunes, and tweet Metric Podcast a screenshot. You'll be entered in our monthly raffle for designer swag. Uh, this month, Amanda and I are giving away Tesla Amazing Magnetic Notes, an alternative to traditional sticky notes that use static charge instead of glue to clean any surface, can be reused, and they are dry erasable and OMFG, they are awesome. It would mean the world to me. Thank you so much. Bye.